This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. For all, NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What's up, everybody? We are back with the Golden Spaces podcast and Odyssey original. Um, Nat is out right now. She's out covering the Super Bowl, doing her, doing her job over there. Um, so we're sending, you know, Good, good vibes out there to Nat. I'm sure she's sending them back over to us. Um, trade deadline just happened, right? So just ended. The Warriors end up moving James Wiseman um, to Detroit for Sadiq Bay, um, which then turned into Sadiq Bay being moved to Atlanta for, I believe, you know, five picks, five second round picks. We also got Kevin Knox back from one of those teams. I'm not sure which team he was on. Um, and then those pieces, the five picks and Kevin Knox were moved to Portland for Gary Payton the second, returning home to the Golden State Warriors where he won a championship last season. Um, so essentially, James Wiseman was traded for Gary Payton the second. Um, um, interesting because pretty much over the summer, it was assumed or, you know, how it went down, James Wiseman. Um, was not moved over the summer. Gary Payton, unfortunately, had to leave the team due to financial constraints, um, much of which was clearly tied to the re- to retaining James Wiseman. So, in a way, they just reversed that decision and got Gary Payton back while shipping James Wiseman out, ending the James Wiseman era in Golden State. Um, just a reflection on that era, I guess we can, you know, we all have different opinions on it, but Many of us believe that from the jump, it was not going to be something that worked um, for the team in the short term. Um, you just, it was too raw of a prospect, um, and they just didn't really give him a fair shake as far as being able to develop the way a young player should develop. Um, he was thrusted onto a contender in a position that is very important for that contending team, and it was just not very you know, conducive to his his development and for the team's winning. Um, so he's gone. Wish him the best of luck in Detroit. Um, but just assessing the Golden State Warriors trade deadline moves as a whole, Gary Payton is a good addition. He We obviously saw him help them win a championship last season. And um, he he's one of the best point of attack defenders in the NBA, right? There's been a lot of discussion about who's better between him and Dante. Now we don't even need to have that discussion because we have both of them. Um, he helps fortify the bench and, you know, plug not necessarily a need, but help make the strength of point of attack defense on this team even stronger. And he's obviously someone who can fit right into the Warriors system because he played with them less than a year ago in the finals. Um, Warriors really wanted to get OG Ananobi. 
they couldn't get the deal done. Um, Toronto ended up staying pat and not moving really any of their guys. Um, he potentially could have filled uh, a backup or starting power forward or just big wing role that they really need still filled. Um, disappointing that he that we couldn't get him, but that just it is what it is. Um, potentially a move that they can make in the offseason. And Gary Payton is definitely going to help this team win a lot of games in the regular season and the playoffs as well. Um, assessing other moves, you know, Kevin Durant obviously went to the Phoenix Suns for Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, and some draft compensation. Uh, just good move. Offensively, they're going to be tough to stop. Um, but defensively, they lost a lot when they dropped Mikael. They, off the top of my head, don't really have a point of attack defender that's, you know, remotely capable of doing the things that he was capable of doing. He was obviously a defensive player of the year finalist last year, and he was a, he's a big reason why um, they have such steady defense. You know, he provides a ton of pressure at the point of attack. He can also switch on the wings and bigger wings and, you know, provide a lot of help side defense on bigs and stuff like that. So it's interesting to see if KD can kind of replicate some of his rim protection or – you know, how they approach defense now not having that guy. And obviously, KD's injured right now, so they're going to have to retool and get everybody up to speed really, really quickly before the playoff starts because we are entering the home stretch of the regular season. Um, Kyrie Irvin, in, in a deal before Kevin Durant, was sent to the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, we discussed that in the last pod. That's a ton of offense on the Dallas Mavericks, but not a lot of defense left over. So really, in totality... You know, there were a lot of other marginal moves by the Clippers. The Nuggets made a move, uh, getting Bones Highland out of there. Um, Grizzlies got Luke Kennard. The Lakers obviously made their deal. That They got them Vanderbilt, D'Lo, and Beasley, and they just got Mo Bamba today for Patrick Beverly. So a lot of marginal moves outside of the big the big splashes with KD and Kyrie. Um, but overall, it's not really changing a ton in the West for me right now. It's just looking like, obviously, the Suns, um, at least in the regular season, the Mavericks, at least in the regular season, going to win a lot more games just off the talent upgrade. But in the grand scheme, I still think the West is pretty wide open. There, there isn't a clear, clear favorite above the rest. Um, Denver has been the most consistently good team all season um, in the West. And then now adding a superstar like Kevin Durant to a team like the Suns, who have a extremely good like foundation that can vault them up to near Denver level. But at the end of the day, seven game series, um, four playoff rounds or three playoff rounds to get out of the West. I still think it's more of a toss up than not. Right. I don't think the the Suns are going to just run away with it. I don't think the Nuggets are just going to run away with it, run away with it. Um, Obviously you can't count the Warriors out as long as those guys are healthy. They've got to do that. And they just added another guy to their playoff rotation. Um, The Grizzlies are feisty not really too sold on them being a, a really big threat, but I think it comes down to Denver, Phoenix, and, and Golden State. So that'd be interesting to watch going forward. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, we got three mailbag questions from the Canary House that we're going to um, go through here. Shout out to the Canary House. We'll go through these um, relatively quickly. Um, let's start with the first one, right? JMG's playing better. Are we comfortable with him in the postseason now, or we still need an upgrade? Um, I think now that we know pretty much who the tri- the trade acquisitions are with Gary, I personally think that Gary makes him a little bit more playable from a defensive standpoint. I do think offensively it's going to be tough for him to, you know, be a legitimate playoff rotation piece because his jump shooting is a little bit inconsistent and we just haven't seen it enough against good teams for me to really believe in him being able to, you know, provide that spacing in the front court that they really need. Um, So I think they still need to upgrade him from an offensive standpoint um and you know we'll talk about some bio guys that could potentially fill that void but he's helping them win a little bit more uh, regular season games or at least he's playing better individually in the regular season games that he is playing but we did see in the portland game he only played 11 minutes they didn't feel comfortable with him um playing any more than that so that should pretty much tell you all you need to know about how comfortable kurt is with him (laughs) in the regular season let alone the postseason next question if Moody isn't traded, what do you think the plan for him is the rest of the season? So Moody was not traded. Um, he was shocked, but he was not moved. I think they're just going to continue him on the plan of development. They probably, I'm not sure how long the G League season goes, but if there's more time he can spend in the G League, I think potentially they'll try him there. Um, at this point, you know, he should probably play when guys are resting or whatever the case may be. But I think the biggest thing for him at this point is to take what he can in practice, um, do a lot of film study, individual work, and try to you know work on his game as much as he can over the summer. He he may be moved over the summer, we don't know, but just try to try to be ready for next year. I think third year Moody is probably going to be a much better player than he is right now, and that leap that we expected him to take from last year to this year probably happens next season if they trust it enough. Um, but we got to remember, like these guys, these kids. They went to the finals and, you know, their counterparts from the same draft were already doing offseason workouts to work on their game. They were already in the mix of improving and getting better for the next year while Moody and Kaminga were still going to practice every day. They were still, you know, preparing for the other team and preparing for the opportunity that they potentially could play in some of these playoff series. Like Moody had to play over Damian Lee in the middle of the Western Conference finals. I'm sure he would you know, from an individual development standpoint, would much rather have had the time, the the extra two months to go out there and just work on his game, but he didn't have that opportunity. And pretty much two, three months, I don't know how much time it was in between, but pretty much like a month or two months after the finals, they were in summer league. So how much time did they really have to like lock in on individual development? You know, I think, you know, potentially can have another deep playoff run this season, but um, I do think that second year of all of this um, would help him make that leap in the, from year two to year three rather than from year one to year two. 
Third question. Um, anybody you anticipate being buyout candidates that you love on the Warriors? Um, right now, there's only one guy that's coming to mind because there aren't many front court guys that are being bought out or even thought about being bought out. Um, that guy is Kevin Love. He's out of the Cavs rotation for whatever reason. Um, I think it just might be time for them to move on for him from him. And I think he will fit pretty seamlessly with the Warriors, right? He's similar to Bielitsa in the fact that he's a stretch big that can pass. Um, he's obviously not as mobile off the dribble and stuff like that as Bielitsa, but he's still a hell of a rebounder. And Charlie went in detail um, about this like last last episode. So we don't really got to go into too much detail, more detail about that. But Kevin Loves be the, the main guy on my list right now. And if anybody else emerges, try to fill in that their archetype of a stretch big four or five that can rebound and play team defense. And um, I think that's that's what the Warriors need. That's that's that JMG upgrade that we're talking about. Right. Um, so. The Warriors played a game last night. They ended up losing to the Portland Trailblazers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's me, Justin. Nat is out right now covering the Super Bowl out there asking Jalen Hurts all the questions that matter. Um, you know, even though I'd want them to lose, I think it was pretty cool for, you know, Jalen Hurts to be in the position that he's in right now. Um, but as a Commanders fan, I, I have to root against the Eagles. I don't necessarily want to root for the Chiefs, but I just can't see the Eagles win another Super Bowl in my lifetime especially within the both within five years span of each other. So I am rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, can't see the Eagles win another one. But let's talk about the game last night between the Warriors and the Portland Trailblazers. Jordan Poole, I believe 38 points. Klay Thompson, I want to say 31 points. Wiggins, I believe, had his best offensive game since he came back from injury. I want to say he had 18 points or something like that. Um, Warriors lost though. They lost the game. They lost the plot at the end of the game yet again. Um, that last five minutes of the game, which is atrocious offensively for them, the process was generally generally okay, but it could have been better, right? They repeatedly passed up either open or mildly contested layups for three pointers that just didn't fall. Um, and that's been the story of the Warriors at varying points of this season. And they got to fix that, right? Steph obviously fixed that, fixes that. I think even he gets a little trigger happy from three at times. But when he understands the moment and the moment is big enough, he knows like, all right, I have to get to the rim. I have to take what the defense has given me because we can get any shot 
that we want at any point, right? Um, overall, I don't think this win is super, this loss is super indicative of you know this Warriors core in a playoff series, and that's something I want to address because a lot of people have been talking about how the source of the Warriors' issues this season has been the core and how they can't finish games and how they can't stay healthy and all this other stuff. And I think they need to be lended a little bit more grace because we've seen this team, this core specifically do it already. Right. What we haven't seen is this team have competent front court play outside of Draymond and Looney. So I think that in itself has been the biggest issue of the team this season altogether. Right. So the last five minutes of the game, it was pretty much three-point miss after three-point miss, passed-up layup after pass-up layup, but they did defend, right? They held the Trailblazers pretty much scoreless for four of the last five minutes of the game, and it wasn't until the game was pretty much out of reach due to their offensive uh, incompetence that the Trailblazers finally got something to go for themselves and put the game out of reach in the final minute of the game. Um, Gary <laughs> was playing for the for the Trailblazers, and – you can kind of see his impact early on. He was cutting. He was, you know, pressuring uh, Jordan Poole up the up the court. So Jordan was just getting off the ball super early. But the defense, you know, around him just isn't good enough for his impact to truly be felt. So the Warriors got pretty much whatever they wanted throughout the entire game. Clay was on a heater from three. Um, it was his birthday, so I'm sure he was feeling good. Poole looked like he finally got his shot back a little bit. I like to see a little bit more consistency in his three. But it did look like. He's starting to feel, try to try to get a rhythm with his three at this point. Wiggins was posting up and scoring, um, but just it just wasn't the best game from our front court, right? Like I said, Jamichael only played 11 minutes. Looney only played 14 minutes. Draymond ended up playing 35, but I want to say the first quarter and a half of the game he was bad, um, and that's going to happen, right? Guys aren't going to be good every single game of the season. Um, you just want them to be healthy for the playoffs and you understand and you hope and understand that they're going to be locked in for the playoffs and they're going to be able to play um, mostly to the best of their abilities going into the postseason. Um, but there are going to be some games where your best players or even your best player just not going to play well. And what dif- what differentiates good teams from great teams from elite teams is that they can withstand that. How much can you withstand your best player or one of your better players not playing his best that particular night? Um, and this is why people have been pushing for a trade all season. Obviously, they didn't trade for a front court player, so hopefully they can find another way to add another guy. But when our front court players aren't playing well, they're they're kind of they're kind of dead in the water. Right. When our main guys, period, aren't playing well, they're kind of dead in the water um, and they've they, they've needed to add some more buffer for those guys um, all season. They added Gary Payton the second. Um, he obviously helps the defense a ton. He helps you match up with guys or with teams like the Mavericks in the postseason. Put him on Kyrie, put him on Luca. You can obviously put him on Booker if they play against the Suns and let Wiggins get a crack at um, KD, let Draymond get a crack at KD. And you know, he just gives you a ton of options as far as um, defensive matchups and stuff like that. So definitely, the team definitely got better. Did they get as much better as we'd hope? I don't think so, but still a lot of season left, um, a lot of time for this team to gel and staff to get uh, healthy. And then once you get to the postseason, um, you know, anything can happen. So 
we'll see. Um, at the end of the day, we're riding with the core. You know, I, I speak for Nat when I say we believe in this team until the very end. And that's just how that's just how we rock, you know. So shout out to Nat. She'll be back for our next episode, um, bringing the vibes. I know you guys have been, you know, dying for the vibes without her, but she'll be bringing them back real soon. And we'll catch you guys on the next one.